Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to Chosen Girl Tell Me About It. I'm Sarah, and we're here today with a special guest, my good friend Megan. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very excited. Um, I just feel like it's helping me, so I hope can help some other people with what we're going to talk about today. Yes, and today's Tell Me About It is just like a complete God thing. Um, me and Megan, we've known each other since high school, but uh, we go to church together, and she gave a message at my church a couple weeks ago on comparison, and it blew my socks off. So one thing I love about Chosen Girl and, and that we've talked about before is coming together as women of God and talking about real things that we struggle with because it's so easy to put each other on a pedestal or think Mm -hmm. I'm alone in this struggle Um, but we all struggle with so many similar things and we need to be real about it we need to be able to lift each other up about it so um, Megan start out with telling us a little bit about yourself well I'm Megan and like Sarah said and we've known each other since high school we were actually in school plays together yes so So fun Um, and I'm 23 I'm from around this area and I've just My journey with God, like I started with God as a child, like I've always been in church, like never really had like that lost story, but I feel like it's easy when you're raised in church just to get comfortable and get used to a routine. Yes. And so I feel like as I got older, um, especially in college and when I graduated college, I felt like, you know, I believe in God, but I'm not really striving the way that I should be for different things. I'm still struggling. And I'm not really approaching God the way I should. I'm terrible about using myself and my strength and like, I can figure this out. It's okay. This is simple. It's no big deal. But um, it's much easier when you get into the word and you lean not to your own understanding. Oh, amen. <laughs> so um, I had done a few talks at the church before and I mean, I'm not a public speaker whatsoever. Get nervous every <laughs> single time. Girl, same. But... Um, when God lays something on your heart, you just, you can't rest until you do it. So, um, for sure. And it was just really, I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad that, um, I'm not, I was not only able to bless people at our church, but I'm blessing so many more people through this podcast. So this is awesome, girl. We're so happy you're here. I am so excited to just dive right in because I really do think, especially like in the culture of social media, like we're seeing everybody's highlight reel. Um, the struggle with comparison is real. So if you don't mind, can you just kind of define um, how you did at church that one day, what comparison is and, and what it means to you? Yeah. When I looked up comparison, the definition was to estimate measure or note the similarity or dissimilarity between and I brought this point up at church I found it interesting that measure was a part of the definition but it doesn't tell you how to measure so I feel like and I think most people can agree that the measurements that we are comparing ourselves to are not defined they're not set in stone they're usually made up by someone whose opinion doesn't matter yeah the you know the the aspect of your life or we make them up ourselves, or we look at other people and say that's what I need to be when right when you're an individual so um that really just struck me as wow like why are we measuring ourselves when we don't really have anything to measure ourselves against yeah it's imaginary it is and um 
I find that myself, like you said, social media, like we all have, or most of us have social media. Most yeah. of us look at it every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. I'm guilty of that as well. Girl, same. And I feel like, um, and I mean, some people may use me as their comparison and I don't even realize, right. but when you only see everybody's good, because nobody's posting bad days. Right? No. So when you compare yourself in any aspect, it's just, you're not going to measure up when you see everybody's positive side. That's the truth. And it's so easy to let that be a thief of so many things in our lives. Like we've all heard the phrase, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm -hmm. Um, because you do focus on your inadequacies versus what you think they yeah. have that is adequate versus your inadequacies. Yeah. So it automatically, I think it's a thief of joy. I think it's a thief of gratefulness mm -hmm. because God has given you gifts and talents and a personality that is different than mine. And just mm -hmm. because they're different doesn't mean one is better yeah. or, or less adequate than the other, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's just, I mean, and even just in everyday life, I mean, if you're going to school, I mean, I mean, there's just people that are different. There's people that are going to get roles in school plays that maybe you wanted and you compare yourself that way. There's going to be people that get scholarships that you applied for. And it's, it's just, there's always something to compare yourself to. I mean, even as an adult, I mean, you see people, they have bigger houses than you or, oh, or yeah. maybe they have nicer cars or maybe they get a new car every year and it's so easy to try to keep up with the Joneses. Yes. It's so easy to say, well, that's not fair. Like, why do they have that and I have this? But yeah. it's all about your personal journey and I'm still trying to live by that. It's so funny that you say that because I always thought, oh, this will get better after high school. So you go to college, it's mm -hmm. amped up a little bit more. Yeah. So then you're in college and you're like, oh, this will get so much better when I'm just not in school. Maybe it's because I'm in school. Yeah. And then you graduate and then there's still things like you're like, oh, look at my house, look at my car, what about my hair? We were just talking about our skin patterns. Like I was telling her, <laughs> I said, I had a zip pop up on my face several, like right before this. And I'm just thinking, like I see girls who are my age with clear skin yeah, and I'm like what are they doing that I'm not doing like every little thing yeah. I'm like oh my goodness and I think it's just like the culture that we live in like nobody is satisfied like because yes. they don't want you to be satisfied they want you to buy that skincare product they want you to go out and buy that brand new car that you're going to be paying on for 10 years they want you to go get that loan for that house yeah. I mean it's never, um, our culture is bigger and better and more. Yeah. It's never um, humble and be grateful for what you have. Like, that's kind yes. of a very small majority of people. Like, the minority yeah. of people are like that. And I feel like when you live in a culture that's like, you can do better, you can be better, you, you need to look like this, or you need to have this to be happy. Yeah. And I think they promote um, comparison through, oh, you'll be happy once you get there. But right. If you're not working on the inside, it doesn't really matter what you have on the outside. And it's almost like, when is it ever going to be enough? Exactly. When And it's not even, like, and it changes. I remember when I was in high school and college and I saw a lot of what people had. It was very materialistic. Mm -hmm. I feel like now that we're in, like, this, like, sphere of influence with, like, bloggers who are beautiful mm -hmm. and like I was I was um, scrolling through Instagram the other day and I saw somebody who had gotten Botox in their forehead and and I'm not against Botox I think it's great um, 
but I had never thought about my forehead wrinkles. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I've got like six like crevices. They're like craters in my face. Like, oh my gosh. But I had never thought about that. Yeah. And now every time I put on my makeup, I think about my forehead wrinkles. It's, it's so easy because you, I mean, I follow people on Instagram that I have never met in person, which now, I mean, when I think about it, that's kind of like... Dumb. Like, why would I want to compare myself <laughs> to someone I have never even, I don't even know if they're nice in person. Right. You know, but I feel, you just feel the pressure to, oh, or that person went to the gym today. I need to go to the gym today. Like, I'm so unhealthy because I just sat on my couch all day because I'm exhausted. Right. But, and it's just, I feel like the comparisons, I mean, you could compare anything and everything. I know. And it, it's weird how it changes and evolves. Like, I have even found myself comparing myself to other business owners who are more successful than me mm. and thinking where have I gone wrong instead of looking at Sarah look what God has blessed you with yeah. like look at what you have mm -hmm. and, and you know we always think the grass is greener on the other side but the grass is greener where you water it yes so um just focusing on what God has given you and everything like that it's it's a game changer um but I wanted to ask you too how has comparison taken a toll and we've talked about it a little bit already mm -hmm. in your personal life like when did was there a point that you noticed it or um how just it's affected you as a whole um I feel like I mean I feel like like we've talked about comparisons always there and um but I feel like here in the last month or two I've really realized that it's it's been affecting my life that um, that it's been taking my joy that it's been taking things from me that I mean it should have never taken from me like I um, really enjoy doing yoga and I enjoyed getting more advanced poses and stuff yeah. and I was doing it for like a year and a half like I mean getting like decent and then I started following like all these other these people that did yoga on Instagram once again that I've never met in my yeah. entire life <laughs> and um, I just saw like all the amazing things that they could do even though they and I knew that they had been doing it so much longer I found myself getting frustrated and I'm like like I'm never gonna be able to do that and then um, I just kind of like started tapering off like instead of doing it three or four times a week I just did it twice a week and then I was like mm, I'll just do it once a week and then I had stopped doing it altogether and it hit me a couple months ago I'm like why did I stop doing that? Like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't about me being able to post my poses online because that's just not really something that I care about. Mm -hmm. But it was, um, I felt like I wasn't good enough, so I just stopped. And I feel like I've noticed that trend, and that was just a simple example. But um, even, like, studying the Bible, like, that's so important. But you see people that know the Bible, like, I mean, super well, like, in churches and online and everywhere, and I'm like, man, like, I'm just, I'm just not as good as them. I can't just pull out a scripture, or they can't tell me a scripture, and I know where it's at, so I feel like I felt inadequate, and I lost motivation because I was comparing yeah. myself, and a couple months ago, I was like, this is, this is only hurting myself, like, wow. comparing myself to other people, it doesn't hurt those other people, they're still doing what they're doing and mm -hmm. living their lives but I'm over here like just blocking myself off to things because I did feel inadequate I guess that is so profound too like not only is it a thief of joy but it's a thief of progress mm -hmm. that I've never even thought about that but that is so completely true um I heard in a podcast the other day about um if we would just compare ourselves 
to our future selves. Yes. Instead of comparing ourselves to others, mm-hmm. what kind of leaps and bounds in progress would we make? Um, because when I think about the kind of person that God wants me to be, it doesn't condemn me. And the Bible says there are there is no yeah. condemnation for those mm-hmm. who are in Christ Jesus. But yet, when I compare myself to social media or, or someone who's around me who I feel maybe a little bit threatened by, like if we're honest with ourselves. Yeah. And this isn't even a jealousy thing, but it, it can stem from some yeah. minor jealousy and, mm-hmm. and insecurities, like yeah. queen of insecurity right here. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a little bit of all of us. But if we would just stop comparing ourselves and letting it condemn us and think about, wow, this is the potential that God sees in me. I think about one, yeah. I don't know if y'all have ever stopped to think about your future self, like what you're going to look like when you're 30 and yeah. 40 and 50. And, and I remember I did this a lot when I was a teenager because I would always yeah. think, I'm going to be married by the time I'm this age. And I'm going to be, you know, we all have our own plans. This is the kind of car I'm going to drive. And I'm going to have this job. But I feel like as adults, we don't stop and think about that as much. Mm -hmm. We just kind of go through the motions. Or that's me anyway. But if we stop and think about, wow, what kind of person could I be in Christ when I'm 40? Or when I'm 30? That makes me feel encouraged. Like, man, I hope that, that I'm like really, you know, making leaps and bounds with my relationship with God. I hope when I'm 40, I'm a godly mom. You know, mm-hmm. I hope that I was, I'm a godly wife and I have a godly household and I, a good friend and sister and like all these things that I want to be. And it creates this excitement in me instead yeah. of like this discouragement. Yeah, I totally understand. And that's kind of the mindset that I've been working myself towards instead of focusing on you know, this is where I'm at now, and it's not good enough. Focusing on, well, this is where I am, but this is where I can be. This yeah. is this is what I this is what I can be if I only compare myself to my past self and say, look how far I've already come. If I stop now, what am I keeping myself from becoming? Wow! In mm-hmm. a year, five years, ten years down the road, and I mean, there's there's so many things that could happen, and you don't want to. You don't want to stop God's plan for you just because you got discouraged. I know. That's so true. And and we'll talk about more solutions to uh, comparison later. But I, I wanted you to share the story from the Bible that you shared with me that you found on comparison uh, yes. today. Okay. So it is in Judges 6. And just for like a little bit of background, the Israelites have already been freed from Egypt. God took them out of that situation, they were happy, and then um, then they started becoming disobedient and, you know, just kind of the cycle of the Israelites. Right. But, um, so I then... I sympathize with that. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's the story of everyone's yeah. life. But, um, <clears throat> so they um, were conquered by the Midianites, and they would just make it really hard for them to live. They were forced to live in, like, caves because they were scared of these people. They were just taking all that they had, so they were really in like a terrible place um, and they they prayed for God to help they're like you know we know we've kind of gotten ourselves here but we really need your help please help us out so um, God's answer to that prayer was Gideon and an angel approached Gideon he said the Lord is with you mighty man of valor yeah and um, and went on to say that you're gonna be the one to save the Israelites and he was like me like his exact words were, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest, and I'm the least in my father's house. Now, I feel like that sometimes. I feel like, 
I am the smallest of the small, like, you do not want me to help you whatsoever, like, I'm not adequately prepared, but I feel like if an angel had come to me and called me a mighty man of valor, it might have boosted me (laughs) a little bit, but, um, but going back to, like, the comparison, he was comparing himself to all the other Israelites, and I feel like that's what we do sometimes. God places something on our hearts, and we're like, me, like... Do you really do you really want me to do that because I've never done this before this is yeah. not gonna work out well and um, I feel like we do that so many times but um, the story goes on and um, the angel proves that yes he is an angel of God to Gideon and Gideon goes on to be a mighty warrior for God he does conquer the Midianites he he becomes um, I mean he does he becomes very strong and very mighty because of the Lord and through the Lord and it's all because he, um, even though he did compare himself, he um, found the strength to do what God wanted him to do anyway. And that really inspired me that even though when we feel inadequate and when we feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not ever going to get there because mm-hmm. Gideon felt like he was never going to conquer anything. And he ended up conquering not only the Midianites, but many other problems that the Israelites had. So I just... I think that's very like inspirational and very oh, for sure. relatable. And I just think of if we would spend more energy and time preparing for what God leads us to do instead of comparing ourselves to others who we may think are more qualified, just think of what we can accomplish. And something else I wrote down is God doesn't always call the qualified. Sometimes he qualifies the called. Absolutely. And I just, I really need to live that more. Oh, for sure. Um, that brings me to possible solutions for comparison because I feel like it's almost like a rut we get in mm-hmm. that we have to get out of. Um, and, and the first thing that I noticed about that story was that the angel called mm-hmm. Gideon that mighty warrior of, val- of valor and that yeah. the word that they used. And and I think, you know, in this book, in the Bible, it it tells us what God, who God calls us and who yeah. we are and our identity in Him. And that's so quickly forgotten when we are looking at what the world has put labels on us. Like Absolutely. the labels that the world has put on us. Um, I should say, I got my words mixed up. I do that all the time. But um, maybe like, see, God's using me. I have a podcast and I get my words mixed up all the time. It's, it's beautiful. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's so easy to look at the inadequate and the Oh my goodness, and the inadequacies that the world has given us that, you know, we're not pretty enough, we're not smart enough, but those are the qualifications that we've put on ourselves. Yes. We need to be looking at the God given kingdom perspective that mm-hmm. God sees us through. Um, but that's the first thing that I think of is knowing your identity in Christ because when when we know our identity in Christ, nothing else matters. Absolutely. And it's just kind of going back to the defi- definition where we talked about the measurements. If you use the measurements that the world has given you, you're never gonna you're never gonna line up with them. There's right. always gonna be something better. But if you measure yourself against what God says you are, like it doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done, you're you're loved by God. And if you yes. start measuring yourself against what God has said that you are, um, then you're you're gonna be more happy, you're gonna be more satisfied, and you're gonna yes. live a a more fulfilled life. I heard a pastor the other day say, like, you know, we all feel like there was this 
void in our lives before we came to Christ. And, and a lot of people are experiencing that now, even people who have come to Christ yeah. and maybe not have a daily relationship with Him. Um, but the thing that He said that was so profound to me was, it's not necessarily it's a hole in our heart. It might be a vacuum. So like the more, it, like mm-hmm. it's all consuming. Like it's always, like you can't just like suck up a piece of dirt off the ground and the vacuum's done sucking. Like it's yeah. going to continue mm-hmm. to to suck. And so um, I was thinking about that and how with comparison, there's so many other things involved like jealousy, insecurities, and mm-hmm. confidence, and, and all of those things that we go through. And we can try to fill the void with, oh, you know, Sarah, you can go get Botox in your in your forehead, yeah. which I might do that. Y'all don't judge me. But <laughs> I feel better about myself. But uh, that's not the solution to comparison. We're talking real solutions to comparison. But the only thing that will satisfy that vacuum is God because it's the only thing that can t- continuously give. Yes. God doesn't run out. He doesn't run dry. He's the living water. He's the bread of life. Like anything of this world, it's going to be one and done. You yeah. can go buy that makeup or you can um, buy that beauty product, like the facial products. I don't know if y'all see ads for that all the time, but yes. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, I know, I do too. I'm like, if there's a promo code, you got me. So, um, like, always giving in to what we think will satisfy us. Mm-hmm. It's a never-ending vacuum, and God's going to be the only thing that doesn't ever, like, ever stop feeding into yeah. that. And it, it's the only thing that will make us feel complete. I mean, it is. It's, like you said, if you start... I mean, and it, and it is the enemy just kind of, like, slowly. Because, I mean, it's not like he's going to say, hey, who wants to be miserable? Like, right. come, come this way <laughs> if you're not happy. Um, but he'll just start slipping in, kind of like he did with me, and... Like, oh, you're, you're not going to get there. Oh, and then you start comparing, and then you start seeing um, or feeling your insecurities. And it just, it's kind of like snowballs, um, one on top of the other. And you kind of have to be like, no, that's enough. Like, I'm God's child. I'm loved yes. by God. And that's really all that I need. But, um, like, I'm loved by others, too. Like, you just have to keep focusing on the positive sides. Like, you know, I'm not, and keep telling yourself, I'm not there. I'm not where I want to be. But I can be. I just have to keep working. Totally. And I think that gratefulness is a huge um, tool in our arsenal belt, like, to use to combat comparison. I think so, um, too. Because I feel like one thing that Satan would have us do is to sit in pity mm-hmm. and not move. And when you look at what you don't have, it's so easy to just, like, throw yourself that pity party. Yeah. And, and I've been there. I've been there. And it's... <laughs> And it's funny that you say that because, yes, I have been there. And um, But when you see other people there, you're like, come on, like, snap out of it. Like, you're alive and you're breathing and you have this and you have a beautiful family. But, but when it's us, we're like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, this is terrible. And, <laughs> and I feel like you need people in your life. They're like, no, come on. Like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. This is, it's all going to be okay. You have so much going for you right now. Yeah. Um, so I feel like definitely get you some people that are encouragers. For sure. Don't kind of, don't, I mean, you can be friends with them, but don't go to people that like to throw pity parties yes. with your problems because then you just end up with a huge group of, oh, I, this is wrong with me and this is wrong with me. Yes. And you just all kind of sit there and you all just like grieve over your own 
problems when you really should be encouraging It's a bigger food party. It is. It's a giant food party. And you know what's so interesting to me? I don't know if you guys have ever talked to anybody who you, like, it may be that person that you compare yourself to, and you're like, oh, my gosh, they're so gorgeous. Like, I was just having a conversation with um, a fellow worker downstairs, and we were talking about somebody who we thought was so beautiful. And and, and it was not a gossipy conversation. It was an encouragement. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness, they're so beautiful. And I know for a fact, I know that person on a personal level, and they don't think they're beautiful. Yeah. They compare themselves to other people. They um, are always worried about their makeup or their hair. And, and I'm like, you know what? If comparison doesn't have anything to do with the amount of beauty that you mm-hmm. have, then it's a lie from the enemy. It is, and it definitely is. It's one of those things where you could have the newest car at, you know, on your street. You could have the biggest house on your street. But if you're still living by comparison, there's always going to be someone that's ahead of you. Right. It doesn't matter how good you have it. It doesn't matter how much you have. It doesn't. I mean, it, it doesn't matter how um, how much you study the Bible, if you're living a life of comparison, you're never going to be satisfied. And that's right. what I realized. Right. And and really the question that we're all trying to answer for ourselves is, am I enough? Mm-hmm. Am I enough this? Am I enough? Like fill in your blank. And you may have 10 million blanks that you're filling in. But the thing is, like we have to remember again, like our identity in Christ, who has called us enough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and because really, our salvation and our righteousness in Him and our identity in Him has nothing to do with what we've done. It's all about what He has done. Uh, and that just us. reminds me of the the verse that I gave in my talk that His um, His grace is sufficient for our weakness. Like it doesn't yes. matter. It doesn't matter how how terrible I am at remembering Bible verses. If I live. And I study, and I do all I can, and I live through, um, live my days with the Holy Ghost guiding me. He's gonna throw verses at me to help me through the day, to help someone yes. else through the day. It doesn't matter if I don't even know where it's at, but if it helps that person or if it helps me, His grace was sufficient for me. And absolutely, moment. that is so good. And one last thing um, that I thought of that's been a solution for me in comparison is thinking about. God's plan and God's will for you mm-hmm. and his timing goes along with that so and we've talked about that before on the mm-hmm. show but it's so easy to be looking over at somebody else's grass that may seem greener mm-hmm. but just like in nature we go through different seasons we're all on different paths we're all on mm-hmm. different journeys you can't look you know if someone is out there and they're single right now you can't compare your life to someone who's married because what if you get married now and it's the wrong person mm-hmm. you want God's will you want God's timing and and a lot of people are probably like that's easy for you to say you're married well guess what we all have things that we're waiting on we all have yes. we all have desires of our heart that we want and we wonder God are you going to make that happen for me and mm-hmm. it could be that God's timing is is not your timing or that plan is not his plan and his plans is is going to be what ultimately fills you up the best and I think that goes back to comparing yourself to your past self and your future self like try to keep your comparisons to yourself yeah um like hey I'm better than I was in high school I'm a better person I study the bible more but in my in my future self I hope to say I continue to study the Bible more. So I feel like if you focus, and I know that it's hard because, like I said, social media and, I mean, just people in general, I feel like it's so hard to keep your mind and your focus on your path and your journey. 
but I feel like if you can kind of reel it back in and say, okay, this is where I am, they may be way, what I see is way ahead of me, but you yeah. know what? I know that God's got a plan for my life, and it's everything's going to happen when it needs to happen. Yes. Because I feel like if you start to stray off and you start to do things yourself, like I'm very guilty of doing, it's not that God can't work through that or get you back towards his path, but it's just like it causes you some hurt and sadness and yeah. things that God never intended for you to go through. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you did it to yourself. Girl, that is, <laughs> like, that takes swallowing, like, a big gulp of pride. Like, I yes. did it to myself. And here's some really good advice. If scrolling causes you to stumble, stop scrolling. Like, <laughs> I've had to do, like, in all honesty, I've had to unfollow some of those people that I don't know because I look yeah. at them and I'm like, they have such a great life. And, I mean, they, they live hundreds, thousands of miles far from where I am. So I don't know what their life looks like I on know. a daily basis. So I really, I mean, and it's like I said, if you, um, like I said in the 10-minute talk, if um, comparison steals your joy, try to take away some of the things that you compare yourself to. If it is on social media, maybe unfollow or those people or don't look at it as much. Delete it from your phone so yeah, you have to look absolutely. at it from a computer. Or, um, I mean, if you compare yourself to real-life people, just, you know, just remind yourself that, their journey is different than yours. Absolutely. Write down what you're thankful for. Yeah. When I feel really upset sometimes, I make myself tell, even just when I'm sitting in the car by myself, I make myself say 10 things that I'm grateful for. Oh, that's so good. And sometimes it's like through the grit of my teeth because I'm (laughs) I'm angry or I'm upset. But you know what? By the 10th one, I mean, I feel better. Yeah. And you probably got more in your arsenal to say, like, I could keep going now. You yeah. know, like, once, I get, once you get started, it's so easy to keep going. But um, we appreciate you so much coming and sharing your heart because comparison, for me, it, it's almost hard to admit that that's something that I go through. Yeah, because you don't want to be the person that's like, it, it makes you sound jealous. And, and like you said, it may have a tiny seed of jealousy, but most of the time it's just, it makes you feel inadequate. It's not right. that you're not happy for that person or, right. or you wish evil on that person at all. You're just like, oh, why isn't that me? Yes. Um, so I just, of course, I'm going to keep working on it. I hope our tips and our talk has helped multiple people. Because yes. I know that just um, thinking about it for the talk during church and thinking a little bit more about it for this has really started helping me too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching today. We really do hope and pray that this helped someone. If y'all have any suggestions for more topics, please feel free to send us a message or an email. Make sure you're following us and you subscribe. Share with your friends. And we pray that y'all have an awesome week. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in Him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.